Hey everybody, if you ever have any questions you'd like to ask Taylor and I, either about my time as active duty Air Force, Taylor's time being married to someone active duty Air Force, us living in Japan, Taylor's experience with grad school, anything really, anything you want us to discuss, any questions you have about anything we've talked about before, and if your family, other things that you just know about us we haven't talked about before, or friends, send us a message on the Anchor app. Or you can drop us a line on Instagram, email, text messages, things like that. And we'll try to get to it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. A hot dad. Oh, and welcome to Midnight Quesadillas. So anyways, <laughs> here we are. I didn't know you were recording. <laughs> anyway. I'm Houston. I'm Taylor. And... Like I just said, this is Midnight KCDs. We haven't made a podcast since December 2018. So sorry for the delay, but Houston's been gone for three weeks, mm. and he just got back last weekend, so yeah, we haven't really had a chance to sit. Actually, that's a lie. We have. We Honestly, I feel like both of us have been... It's actually been about been, a month now. Yeah. I mean, I was gone for three weeks, but then I've been home for the past week, but yeah. we've both been exhausted. So, so tired. And like I said before we started, I was like, it's been almost just a week shy of uh, two months. So if you think about it, we made it right before Christmas, posted it, and then we went through the holidays. I think we were both pretty, I'm not going to say depressed, but we were both pretty down, blue. <laughs> so down. Homesick mm-hmm. during the holidays, during Christmas especially. So we got through that. We did have a good time uh, with some friends over the holidays or Christmas, and then got through New Year, and then, yeah, and then I had to leave pretty soon after that, actually. Mm-hmm. Just a couple weeks after that, I left for Guam for my TDY, and now I'm back. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel too bad about it. Yeah. And a lot of people, I've actually, uh, a few people have told me that they've listened to our podcast, and I think, so it's kind of nice, like, gave them time, and now maybe it'll post it, post a new one, let everybody know that we got another one. They'll be like, oh, man, they haven't made one in a while. Yeah. Let's see what's going it'll on. It'll boost the... Yeah. <laughs> listenership listener yeah all right so speaking of the holidays um what did what did we do for christmas we went to disney thank you jeff and anita <laughs> shout out to jeff and anita it's my mom and dad we went to tokyo disney sea so there's two different disneys there's just regular like disneyland like you would find back home and then they have tokyo disney sea which is a separate theme park here and it's it's like centered. The theme, I guess you would say, if if it has a theme, is like water. Like it's centered around, obviously, the sea. It's Tokyo mm-hmm. Disney Sea. I think a lot of times when I tell people Disney Sea, they literally think of the letter C. They're like, oh. They're like, what? That's weird. No, no, no S C A. Yeah. So all I'm sure the- in Japanese, it's not like when you say whatever C is for Japanese. Yeah. Like, it, it's more literal. Like mm-hmm. It's not just doesn't sound like the letter C. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. But all of the rides are very like they either involve water or they're like adventurous. Yes. I would say. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast. Or at least I did. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Okay, good. <laughs> they serve beer here at this Disney and I I mean I know I'm sure they serve beer at other Disneys, but this Disney was just seemed more uh, it was less kid oriented, and I can honestly say, and that's I mean Japan in general. There's less babies and kids mm-hmm. running around, but 
Disney Sea seemed way more geared towards young adults mm-hmm. and teenagers. For sure. I mean, they had kid rides and stuff, and there were families there, but, but like, it wasn't like back home where they, it's just like all babies. There were not a lot of kids rides though. Yeah. There was like a section. There was probably more at the regular. Disney. I mean, I guess all almost all kids could ride the rides. I mean, they had yeah. high rules. So there was some that were kind of. That's what I yeah. liked about Disney Tokyo Disney Sea was the rides weren't like super intense because no. honestly i just can't I'm stand that, I'm yeah. that. <laughs> yeah the most intense one we rode was the um, tower of terror i mean tower of terror yeah that was scary okay <laughs> yeah spooky that yeah, was well, spooky <laughs> so disney was good and we stayed in um, a hotel in odaiba which we need to go back and explore some more that was really fun was Odaiba, right? yeah we stayed at this hotel um also shout out to jeff and it was like on, I guess you call it Tokyo Bay. Yeah. And it like right outside, we had a balcony and everything. And right outside the um, balcony, there was this awesome view of the Beautiful rainbow view. bridge. Yeah, it was so cool. It was gorgeous. Because it lights up as a rainbow at night. Yeah. Which is, I think that's what the rainbow road in Mario Kart's named after. Oh. Um, yeah. Gotcha. I think, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But it would make that sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Because it's not. It's like a, essentially like a perpetual bridge. Right, right, so. right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Disney was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, We're going to go What back. was your favorite part about Disney? Scene? About Disney? Um, trying to think. Like, I don't think there was a ride that I, like, super enjoyed. I really liked that first one we went on that was like, what was it, 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Or was it? A different well, the number. First one, the first one we went, well, it was 20,000 leagues. Oh, my the bad. The first one we went under was, or we went on, excuse me, was uh, the Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, okay, yeah, that was my favorite. But, um. Taylor still is convinced that we actually went underwater in 20,000 leagues. I think we did. No. No, well, we were partially underwater. We were never underwater. Yeah, it was like half underwater, half above water. Never at any point. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They have the windows on the ride, so it's like you're in like this little like submarine thing, and the (laughs) windows that you look out of are, um, it's like, it's like those, those cheesy like tumblers, uh, like cups, you know, or beer mugs that, yeah, exactly. That they would put liquid inside of it, inside of the insulated part. The, okay, the well, they got part. me. There's a double walled window, so then when you, when it made it seem like, oh, you're going under, really all you were doing was it, you were hanging from a rail, and then the window filled up with water, and there was a bubble maker in the window that made it seem like you were underwater. Well, it looked real. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, but how do you explain that when we, got, when we got you said, out of do not ruin when we got out of this the, ride for me? Got, Why would you do no, that? You're saying, like when we got out of the ride, it was bone dry. There wasn't any water. There was water on the bottom. Taylor, no, there was not. Yes, there was. There was no water. guys. Don't listen to him. It was real. <laughs> All right. Anyways, moving on. Disney. Well, okay. I'm gonna say my favorite part of Disney. See. Wait, no, no, no. That I, I enjoyed that ride, but I think my favorite part was like the scenery, like walking oh, around man. and how photos. yeah, yeah, how pretty it was. Everything yeah. looked like you were in Europe, like the architecture and stuff. And I know well, it's fake and it's cheesy yeah. and it's just like made to look like that, but, but it job. honestly was yeah. like I got some it photos. Real. I got a couple of photos <laughs> that if you just if you didn't know, you mm-hmm. would think like, oh, they went to 
Italy or mm-hmm. I mean and then the lighthouse was really cool and the volcano yeah. thing was really cool that was super yeah. cool I, I need to do some of this better than that that was my favorite part it was yeah. just very pretty yeah what was your favorite part chicken on a stick chicken that, on a stick they had that teriyaki chicken kebab oh was that good oh my gosh Okay, but we went to this restaurant at the end of the day. That was the absolute worst <laughs> food I've ever paid for in my oh, life. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, the thing about Japan is you can't expect to get any... What am I trying to say? All of their dishes are going to be, like, Japanese-inspired. Like, takes on whatever it is. So, if you get spaghetti... Well, it's going to be... It's not Japanese-inspired. Well, it's it'll be American with a inspired. With flair, or like, it'll how would Ameri- you say that? It'll be just like if you went to a Japanese restaurant in America, where it's that's Japanese inspired, but Americanized Japanese. Yes. Like if you went, okay, so it's yes. the same here. Like I don't know how to say Everything, it. Japanese. I've tried saying that. Eyes. How you say it, so American. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, if you get spaghetti, it's gonna kind of taste like curry mm, yeah it has similar it's like, got spices something's going on with yeah it. yeah it's just weird so i think what we need to start doing the pizza is was terrible. it was bad it was really bad oh. i just think we need to stop having expectations when we go places i pretty much have since then and since uh no you still get so disappointed when we go places and it's, it's like true. Where were we last? All right. I'm just going to be honest. We're still struggling a yeah. lot with, like, the cuisine here. Yeah. I mean, it was We're awesome. not picky. It was super cool. If we're not. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, we're not picky at all. We eat but pretty much anything. I think, you know what I think our problem is, is, is I think we go places trying, I mean, it's just like, why were we so, why were we so distraught uh, and surprised in the middle of Tokyo? Or Shinjuku, or wherever we were at. No, Shibuya, when the Mexican food wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why were we surprised, you know? Well, okay, so that's another thing. We went to this Mexican place, and we ordered tacos. Yo, this topic was supposed to be about Disney. I'm sorry. They came out cold. And and we thought maybe it was a mistake, and we didn't want to yeah. say anything, because there was only a couple <laughs> people working, and they were busy. But... No. Fast forward real quick. I was in Guam recently, and my buddy spent some time in Korea, and we were talking about um, Mexican food there. And he goes, and I told him I had some Mexican food in Japan, and that I wasn't very impressed with it. And he said, uh, he his first question was, "Were your tacos cold? Like, were they <laughs> served cold?" And I said, "Yeah, they were. In fact, they were. In, they were in fact served cold. And mm-hmm. I got ground beef, and that's just you don't do that." Like, yeah. you can serve chicken cold on salad. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's got to be, that chicken's got to be cooked to heck and back. Yeah. And then serve cold, chilled. You don't serve beef or pork cold. Like, you don't, you don't do that, you know? Like, yeah. stuff has to be at a certain, just, cooked up to a certain temperature before it's served. I don't want to say it's odd, but it it's just like, it's not why? Odd. I don't know why. And, I mean... I could see them offering, like, fresh, cold, fresh things during the summertime. Like, hey, because it gets very, very hot and humid in the city. Fresh but, toppings, yeah, like cold. Well, even um, just like a chicken, like a chicken wrap or something. You can get yeah, those yeah. cold or whatever. But, like, like, but you know, with, like, like a Chipotle-style chicken wrap or something. But the fact that, yeah, I got this taco. And then, the, the but my main uh, deal with that, and we experienced this somewhere else. Oh, eggs and things. 
the other day is we bought so at the same so that's just a another story but at the <laughs> mexican restaurant we also got really excited because i had pictures of margarita mm. and we got a frozen margarita mm. and i'm here to tell you i'm a lightweight when it comes to tequila um it, yeah and we drank the majority of that and by the time we left, we just had kind of a set, both had kind of a sore belly from the amount of sugar. Like there was no tequila in that margarita. No, yeah. I honestly, I don't think it she was put very any tequila in it. Yeah. Like it honestly makes me wonder if she even put tequila in it. I mean, I think there was, but maybe like a little bit. But yeah. we had the same experience at this other restaurant that we went to. So but I had I, an awesome experience at in Guam. Yeah. Well, the first time I ate there, second time not so good. But that has nothing to do with that place. Really, it's just. Well, we went to this place called Eggs and Things here, and it's it's like a Hawaiian restaurant. I think it's from Hawaii, and it's a chain, and they serve breakfast food. So I was super excited because Houston went when he was in Guam, and I got super jealous. And they have one here. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Crab cake, Eggs Benedict. Mm -hmm. So So I was super excited because they have vegetarian stuff, like vegetarian or veggie Eggs Benedict. So um, we went and well. A, the food wasn't that great. And then B... For the same reasons. Yeah. The whole, like, it's just, like, everything's soy-based, and you had that that Japanese curry flavor and everything. Mm-hmm. Which I ordered curry potatoes, so I expected that with my dish. But we ordered um, cocktails, drinks, and they were, like... They came out smelling very strong, and hindsight... Being what it was, yeah. I realized why after the fact. Yeah. They were not strong. They were not. It, they were just sugar. It was just sugar. Yeah. And I told Taylor because I could see the bartender making them. And she took a really long time. And I'm pretty sure she was reading off of like an ingredient card. Yeah. And they didn't have very many cocktails on their menu. So like you would think like, okay, you just know how to make it. But I don't think they make them well, that often. I don't think in Japan people order cocktails. I don't like think so. when they I go out, so. they either order beer or like the, how do they call them? Well, um, the sake. Hot, and or the highballs. Highballs. That's what like I was looking Which is scotch at. or bourbon mm-hmm. and soda water. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But that's, the. That's all you see in most places. But I watched her make the drink. She never shook anything up. Mm-hmm. She poured the parts in, and the last thing she poured in was the rum. We both had rum drinks, right? Mm-hmm. And so the rum was just sitting on top. So, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It so it is. we're. We seem like we're just complaining. Ugh. We're not. I mean, we are. We are. We got to do – okay, real quick. What I want to say, what we have to do is we have to start going to just more Japanese restaurants, right? Because in America, the best food you find in America is what? Barbecue. Like the best barbecue, the best fried chicken, the best, you know, home-cooked – like kind of home-style meals. Like Mm -hmm. those are the best meals you find, right? Italian. Like that's the best food you're going to find. Here, I would assume the best food you're gonna find is you know like your it's ramen, right? Japanese food, like Ugh. not we we got we got to stop going to these places and being like, oh man, like I'll really have the craving for, That's for some what Italian I was food. We've done that, haven't we? Yeah. We, or there's an Italian place off base that people say is just not great. Yeah. They're like we can go there and because it's because people have this expectation because they've eaten all of the stuff back in the states and so they like. 
they found what they like and they have this like flavor in their head flavor palette, yeah. of what <laughs> they think that it's supposed to taste like. Right. So obviously nothing's going to compare to that. So Disney was fun. And uh, I like the chicken on the stick. The like I like the curry popcorn. Yeah. The chicken <laughs> on the stick, the teriyaki chicken, and then I got a beer with it and it was pretty cheap for what it was. Yeah, the the food at Disney was surprisingly affordable. Compared Even to the like, good food. Yeah. Out, and, like, when I, and the good food was all out in the park, like the little stands and stuff. Yeah. And I think there was there were a couple of good restaurants, but they were like super bougie and super expensive, and I just wasn't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about those kinds of things. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. So, I also written down here cats. We got a couple of cats. We've talked about them before. Uh, we've probably heard them referred to as different names, but... One's Margaret. She's the Margo, or Mar, also known as Margaret. Also, AKA. Yeah. Well, her, her, her. You know, her God-given name, her biblical name is Margaret. Actually, it's Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong about that. When we got her, her name was Cheeto, and we were like, "Nope, <laughs> that's terrible." Why what was would... the what was Francis's name? Uh, Greta. Was it? Gre- no, it was Gretel. I think it's Greta. I think I think her name was Gretel. Are you sure? Which is a terrible name. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, we yeah. named her Francis. Yeah. So Margaret, I call her Franny. Margaret and Francis, aka Margo and Franny and Frank. I call her Frank. <laughs> yeah. So while Houston was gone to Guam, which we will get to later, um, we well, like before I left for Guam, they were what? didn't have anything to do with us. Yeah. No, they were hiding and Francis they were still being the same. Francis was warming up to me, but when he left, they like super warmed up to me. Like, he was gone, and it was very apparent that they just hate him. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they came out, and, like, I'm telling you, every day I would get home from work, and they would just be, like, waiting on me. <laughs> and I would sit down, and they would just come and love on me. Yeah. Like, Margot, not so much. She would kind of, like, be hesitant and stare, but then she would do it. She wouldn't run away like she does now. So they run away. So when we first got them, neither one of us could get near them. They would run away from us when, like... Whenever we walked in the room and things like that, we're about to start forcing them. I think to come <laughs> out because like they have one room. We have a spare bedroom, two bedrooms, and so we have a spare bedroom, and mm. that's where their litter box and their food and water. And then honestly, like they have this like window sill hammock thing. Mm-hmm. That's where. So the plan is is I think we're gonna move. I want we got to figure out we're gonna move that window thing in here or something or in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. The litter box is definitely gonna move into the laundry room. And then yeah. I want to start feeding them in the kitchen. I've been wanting to do that for a while. Or at least their water in the kitchen. It's just the kitchen is just so small. I but if know. we could, yeah, but the water could fit in the kitchen. I easy. Know. We'll see. Anyway. Um, I just want to spread their things out. So then they are like, okay, they just have to like get used to us. I mean, I don't want to make, I don't want to put them in like, you know. Stress. A stressful situation, but they need to start more like. Yeah, it's been a while. We've had them since October. when? Yeah. Right? Was it October? I swear it was October. I don't know. Um. Anyway. No, no. It was it was okay. beginning of December because those people we got them from were home for Thanksgiving, I think, or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they were being super sweet, and they would cuddle me. And, while I was gone. Yeah, while, yeah, while Houston was gone. As soon as Houston got back, they just went into, like, hiding mode All again. Over again. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably because Houston's just loud. You still have a presence. <laughs> they are so terrified of him. So we're back to like square one. 
with the cats right now, but hopefully they'll get used to him again. Yeah. You were gone for like a month, so I mean, like, they got used mm-hmm. to you not being here. Yeah. Anyway, we joked around and said that they were glad, or <laughs> they were glad to get rid of him, and then when he came back, they were like, oh, man, <laughs> I thought he was gone for sure. Yeah. Margaret, though, she's very, very weird. And, and I actually, I, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, but I really think there's something actually wrong with her. Yeah. She, you know what? Maybe there's nothing wrong with her. She's just No, there's special. something wrong with her. I think there's something wrong with her. <laughs> she has issues. She slobbers. Yeah, a lot. And then, but I don't think it's, but it's not like she sits there and slobbers. She slobbers like when you pet her. She's like a dog. And then also her meow box sounds... Um, scraggly. She doesn't. She sounds cough. like she's a smoker. Like when yeah. she meows, it's like it's her. But she doesn't go. Her voice coughing. box is like. They don't have hairball problems. The only real issue that she she has that she does is Taylor has a plant, and for some reason she chows down this plant. And she it makes loves her throw it. Up. Yeah. Like a dog will eat a whole bunch of grass. Mm-hmm. So you'd think something's wrong with it, but no, it's just she's kind of an idiot. Yeah. And she keeps <laughs> eating this plant, and it makes her throw up. She just and throws up the plant. Like yeah. Like it's just the plant comes back up. And so I don't, I don't know what her deal is. Frances won't eat the plant. She knows that it like isn't yeah. good for her to eat, so she won't eat it. But Margot just goes in there and like chows down on it, which is annoying because the plant's pretty much like dead at this point. Yeah. I'm We're having to trim off all the leaves. Yeah, yeah we, I moved it into the room, and yeah, but also her nails like stay out. You know, cats like retract their claws or whatever. I didn't see that. I was looking at it. I didn't notice. No, her that. back paws, her yeah. her claws like stay out. I like, wonder what's going on. Something I don't know. To her. She, they've never scratched us. The, the only time that she scratched you is if you try to pick her up and she's just like squirming. Yeah, she but like, they've never just like swatted at us never, or anything. Never hissed or no nothing. Yeah, well, I up made on cats. <laughs> yeah, they hate my guts. All right. So, update on school. What? So, yeah. So, you have been thinking for a while about... <laughs> you, you've you been thinking about uh, grad school since before you graduated undergrad. Mm-hmm. And then you were just kind of waiting. Well, waiting. I was in so college for so long that it was kind of like... When I graduated, I had no idea what to do with myself. Because yeah. my life had been stru- so structured for, like, what, six years? Yeah. Well, even before that, because I started college right after high school. Right. So I had been going to school forever. And as soon as I got out, it was like cool for a while. And then I got super bored. And I kind of expected to get a job. Well, we've already talked about this when we got here, and I didn't. So it was like I was just sitting around. And I was like, well, I might as well go back to school if I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I do have a job now, but it's a job that allows me to come home and not have to worry about work and lets me do my schoolwork. Yeah. Which honestly isn't that much. Like the so I'm in school to get my master's in early childhood, which is what my undergrad is in. And it's like a early childhood education. Yeah. It's like a quarterly program, I guess. Like, you go to school for a few weeks, and then you, you take one class at a time, and then you're off for a little bit, and then you take another class. And so I think it's a year and a half, 
until you finish, which isn't bad, and it's just one class at a time, like I said. So it's been pretty easy so far. Other than, like, the biweekly meetings with my professor, that's the only thing that's been kind of hard because the school is in Virginia, so they're on the same time schedule as back home. Yeah. So, like, I'll have to get up and Skype with him at 7 a.m. our time to meet with him at 5 p.m. Um, y'all's time. And hopefully you, you never have to meet with him any earlier. Like, right. that's your time slot yeah. now, yeah, but yeah. it never comes up. Yeah, I'm hoping in classes, um, other classes, it won't require me to meet with a professor that often. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But. Yeah, so I'm just in my first class right now. But so this is your first time. I mean, I know you've taken some online classes before, like random classes for KSU here and there. But this is your first like complete online degree. How you how you liking it so far? Uh, so like Jordan can attest to this. We both were like a little scared of doing online classes in undergrad, just because. Well, I guess I can speak for myself. I'm not that disciplined. And so, like, making myself sit down and do anything on my own is kind of hard. So I was worried about, I guess, like, being not motivated, but, like, yeah, I guess, like, just disciplined enough to sit down and do it. And um, they use a different system than we used at KSU, so it's been a little bit of a weird adjustment to that. But other than that, I think it's going well so far. I kind of like online. It's, um, well, I, I think that it was different than my classes in undergrad, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what else do you just, want me to say about that? School, right? Huh? You've been doing it for so long. Yeah, it's just, it's the same as Gosh, always. I can't imagine, because, I mean, you went straight elementary school, middle school, high school, straight into college, six years. And then yeah, took, it took me six years to get took, my bachelor's degree, by the way. Oh, I know people that took longer than that. Yeah. And people are, took 10, 12 years. Um, but, and then you did six years of undergrad, and then you took uh, about six months off almost just to the date, and then started your grad. I feel so much better now that I'm in school, though. Yeah. Like, mentally, it, I don't know what it is. I guess just like, being on a schedule I think has I, helped I, I me. I know you don't agree with this, but that's why I think you need to take your career path down the road of research and curriculum building and... Meh. Yeah. Anyways. I don't, I don't want to be in charge of anyone. I mean, I know that doesn't really require you to do that, that I could just sit in an office and research, but like... I don't know. That's why I, I don't really care to get my doctorate. Mm. Like, I just want to get my master's degree. But doesn't Dr. Pope sound good? It does sound good, but I just... They're going to be like, oh, why aren't you a principal? Because I don't want to. Like, I don't want to be in charge of anyone at all. I want to be in charge of myself, and that's all I can handle. <laughs> I can't handle anyone else coming to me and asking me, like, what to do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Alright, well, anyways, like, school's going good, and... <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. School's going good, and... Yeah, it's, it's good. I've gotten on A's your, on all my yeah, assignments so far. You're, you're deciding what you're... Um, either you're going to do a big research project, or you're going to do a, 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 a... A what? 
There's two so, other two options. I mean, let's not get too far into the weeds. But okay, okay, options? okay. So in this particular program, there are two pathways that you can do. So to graduate from this program, you have to do one of two things. You have to either create a thesis and basically do like a, a research project on that. And you have to present it in front of like a panel and like research it and type all, you know, like it, it's kind of like a miniature version of what you would be doing in like a doctorate program. So you have to like defend your thesis and all that. Right. Um, so it's more like in preparation for people who plan on furthering their education onto like a specialist degree or a doctorate degree. And they even tell you that. They're like, hey, if you don't plan on doing this, then you should take the other route, which is the internship option. So it's basically like an internship project, and they call it that, but really you're not really required to like collaborate with anyone. You just have to create some type of type of project to carry out at whatever school you're working at that has to do with like whatever topic you choose. So it can be like a professional development plan that you create or you can recreate curriculum or you can create like a student organization. It doesn't really matter. You just have to like create something, put it into action and um, like reflect on it and share your findings and, and whatever. Yeah. So that one's obviously like the easier option because you don't have to get permission to like research people and you don't yeah. have to go before a board and defend your thesis. But since that option is easier, they do require you to take a um, like an exam to pass um, to show like that you've learned stuff in the program. So it'd be an exam over you know, like, like a cumulative exam about stuff that you've learned in the program. Which is fun. And like I said, I don't plan on, as of right now, I don't want to say I'm never going to do it because at this point I owe so much money to the government for my education anyway. So, like, I don't know. But as of right now, I don't want to go to school anymore after this. So yeah. I think I'm just going to go the easy way out. Just do a project. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I think it's pretty interesting. It's what I read earlier, right? Well, that was my research topic. So, like, oh. if I were if I were going to so create a thesis and defend uh, that, then that's what it would be on. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, I thought, actually thought that was the other one. No, 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 but it's similar. It's what I'm thinking. So, in this class that I'm in right now, you kind of – it's kind of like you're brainstorming ideas for the future um, – like, you have to make a decision in one of the classes a few months from now about which one you're going to do, yeah. and you have to stick with that. But right now, it's kind of just like you're developing ideas, yeah. and they're teaching you how to, like, start with that kind of, like, first steps gotcha. of creating that. So. Cool. I know I'm not going to share all of that right now, but. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm going to school, but Houston... You're also starting school soon, aren't well, you? Well, it's not really a school. It's just a well, class. Well, kind of. It's just like a, it's, it's a leadership course, a leadership school. Hmm. So why are you taking this class? Uh, as, uh, it's a prerequisite. For? To sew on. A, For? I, I was promoted. I don't know what you're Two? Staff sergeant. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So Sergeant um, Pope. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, I made a, I made I found out in November. after a very long process. Yeah. So so I was supposed to I should have found this out in August, but due to in clerical error, I didn't not have a clerical a clerical error. I love how nice you're being about this. Yeah, I didn't find out until November. It's fine. I found out. It's all good. I'm not losing. No, 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 no. It is not all good. I'm not losing any. Houston drove me crazy for months. Yeah. Months, I tell you. Because we didn't know. And no, no, no. You didn't think that you did. That was going to say, that was the whole thing. That's kind of funny. I honestly didn't think that I made it. Yeah. Honestly. And I I never said, like, oh, I didn't think I made it because I was like, ah, you know. I probably made it. No, it was, I really didn't think I made it. Yeah. And I, but it was the principle, you know, like I wanted to know, like, cause I have, I've, I've kind of had some bad luck, like on the, uh, <laughs> everybody has like some, some issues that go on with air force, like personnel mm. types of air force personnelist, so, <laughs> like your records and things like that. A lot of that, it's, I mean, it's bureaucrats. So a lot of it gets lost and, you know, they're always updating systems and things get deleted and craziness. And it takes one little typo, wrong code put in, and that it, it can mess up everything. And that's happened to me numerous over times. and over and over. It's happened to me quite a few times, and just other things, and then you know, medical uh, errors, uh, like losing, you know, people just being kind of, honestly just kind of being lazy, being government workers, things like that. But Finally, I found out. And that, so that was the whole my whole point with that was like, yeah, I just like wanted to know. Like I was going to make someone yeah, do yeah. their job. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't really think that I made it, I was like, no, someone's going to do their job and they are going to tell me if I made it or not because I'll be danged if I'm going to move go forward not knowing, you know. And, yeah. I mean, because what if I went into the next cycle, tested the second time and then, and then really – and then didn't make it? Yeah. Right? Right. And how bad would that have stunk? And like going to that next cycle, right? And we would have never known if I had made it this first time. Right. But then, say, I tested this year, mm-hmm. and then I didn't make it. I failed the WAPS test. <laughs> but all along, I had a test sitting there that was a passing yeah. score. So, so yeah, I found out I made it. Um, actually, I, I didn't just – I didn't just barely made it, make it. Excuse me. I, I can't speak tonight. But you did really well. I did pretty good, pretty decent. I, mean, I did above average, mm-hmm. so that was good. Yeah. Um, I think that the worst part was just that – um, you trying to get in contact with people yeah. and them just not getting back with you. Yeah. It was just super frustrating. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. It's all about, it's all about honestly just, um, uh, you know, just bugging the heck out of them. I was trying to think of the, uh, well, it was hard because you were trying to contact people back at Andrews yeah, and different time zones. Yeah. And, and it, it was like so. every time we tried to call someone, they were in the they, office. Well, that, or they gave us, like, the runaround, like, oh, you need to contact this person. Send me on wild goose chases. Yeah. Anyways, I'm a staff. Here I am, a Yay! staff sergeant. Yeah, so, so I'm supposed to be starting, a, it's called ALS, Airman Leadership School, and it's just a prerequisite to sewing on that staff sergeant stripe. And actually, my sew-on date is uh, March 1st, so I mm-hmm. should be sewing on one March. But I can't because you have to graduate ALS before you can put on the staff stripe. Yeah. And right now it's looking like I'm not going to graduate ALS until the end of March, 28 March. 
Uh, it's a Thursday, so then I actually put the stripe on the next day, 29 March, Friday. But I got told the other day that uh looks like the person or whoever was supposed to sign me up. It was not me. I wasn't supposed to sign myself up. There's someone that was supposed to sign me up for the course, and uh, it's looking like I never got signed up for the course. Again. So, and it's funny because I, I try to like take – ownership of these things myself and say well i can just do it and say no you know this person has to do it okay well all right we'll get that's the most frustrating thing to me about the military bureaucracy and you you sent me a big long text about that a couple weeks ago i was it's so frustrating it's like everyone has a job and it's (laughs) you can't just skip over things and do things yourself and it's so frustrating because you want to just like get everything done yourself because you can Everyone's totally perfectly can. capable of doing it, totally but can. it's like if you yeah. do that, then you cut out like all these people's jobs, the, the, yeah. and they have no use for them anymore, and they have to have jobs. Yep. Super weird. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. That's why. Yeah. I mean, Ron Swanson. What? That's his thoughts on all that too. It's just like, why do we need all this like bureaucratic? Houston things. got into Parks and Rec, heavy, and heavy. He, he finished all of it already, and he's in love. And I love that he loves Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's such a good show. Because it's my favorite show ever made. such a good show. If you're watching this, or listening to this rather, yeah. and you haven't watched Parks and Rec, you need to pause this and go immediately <laughs> and watch, watch every Parks. season. Yes. Every episode. The last season is... Who's your favorite character? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, the obvious answer would be Ron Swanson and okay, yeah. Nick Offerman's character. But, I mean, I love Andy... <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt's character. So, yeah. He's hilarious, dude. Mm. He's so funny. I like April. <laughs> yeah, April's April's hilarious. Dude. Hey, real quick, side note. Tell the story about the Girl Scout earlier. The girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I saw on Facebook this morning where the Girl Scouts are out selling cookies. Mind you, it's snowing outside, yeah, but these the, Girl Scouts are and the, dedicated. And this, like, uh, it's called the Airman's Pantry or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, right. it's, it's, it's a place where, like, you know, if they have, like, surplus food, like, canned goods and things like that. Like, airmen, like, families and stuff can go get it, you know, which is nice because mm-hmm. food, produce, things just in general. Yeah, but it's expensive. indoors. It's, in, it's inside. <laughs> yeah, it's, in, it's inside, yeah. And they posted a thing on Facebook um, talking about how they were going to be closed today because, quote, there's just too much weather going on. Too much weather. Yeah. And <laughs> and then and then there's there's three little girls and then one of their little brothers, he's like one and a half Nuts. years old, running yeah. around, and they're wearing snowsuits. And, yeah. And they've cut, they've made, uh, like, I don't even know, like some type of sh- shirts out of these cardboard Girl <laughs> out Scout Out of Girl Scout boxes. boxes, yeah. It's so funny. And they're out there just, just – Selling cookies. They're having a great time, honestly. Freezing cold. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even get out of the car. No. It's so cold. <laughs> They're so funny. And the mom was sitting out there sipping her coffee with them. Yeah. Um, so I walk up, and I'm checking out, like, what they got. And I was like, okay, um, how much are the boxes? And we're just talking. <laughs> and I tell her that I want – what did she even say? She said, they're disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was looking at um, the Savannah Smiles and the Thin Mints, and I see that they have s'mores cookies. I've never had the s'mores one. I guess they're new. I was like, oh, um, I see these s'mores cookies. How are these? And all the little girls go, oh, they're, they're good. They're good, ma'am. And then this one little girl, <laughs> she just looks at me. She goes, they're disgusting. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, said, all right. Said, okay. And yeah, you, yeah. Buy the, you buy the Thin Mints right, and right. Savannah smiles. like, all right, guys. <laughs> and what, then, I was like, all right, guys. Um, how much do I owe you? And I gave him the money. And, you know, like, she she was like, thank you, ma'am. And then um, I was like, y'all stay warm. And she was like, we won't. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then she just turns around and runs off. Yeah. Like, so we I was said like, that was right. uh, April Ludgate, uh, right? Ludgate, yeah. April Ludgate. It's so There's funny. Office ed going on. I was just thinking, like, that's going to be our kid in the future, just yeah. like brutally honest. <laughs> oh, so it was funny. cracking me up, though. Yeah. I love kids like that. They're <laughs> just like. <laughs> No bullcrap. Like. Yeah, let's have no filter. Yeah, this they're is how best. it is. They are. They're the best. They're they're the best when they're not your kids. Yeah, yeah right. Because yeah. <laughs> when they're yours, you're just like, oh will you shut up? Oh like, God. tell everyone this how is... great I am. Yeah. <laughs> you love your mom, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> so covering our main staff. I'm going to ALS. ALS is a school. It's like a leadership course. Um, I'm not, I hate, I, everything I've been told about it, it kind of just, it's called re-bluing you, you know, in a, so to speak. So mm-hmm. being blue in the Air Force is being like very gung-ho about the Air Force, which is great. That's odd. It's good, you know, like you should be to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's what kind of, I don't really think that's what it is. I think, you know, that's just, a, that's just people saying things. The, the course, it teaches you. Honestly, a lot of um, leadership skills, um, and it teaches you how to deal with the biggest thing that I've heard people that take away from it is how to deal with different personality types every and day really, and constantly really, coming at you. So really one, one person coming at you with this personality type, mm. they 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 leave the office, mm-hmm. and then you have someone come at you with another personality type, and they're coming at you for different reasons. They're coming at you with personal stuff. They're mm-hmm. coming at you with work related things, mm-hmm. like. They're coming at you with interpersonal stuff mm-hmm. going on in your office or shop or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and you just, it teaches you how to navigate that and, and learn how to deal with that. That's to me, that is the number one takeaway that I keep hearing over and over again from people that that is the yeah. most useful thing they learn about. And then, I mean, you, you get some like teamwork things going on and there's some group work and stuff like that. So commu- you learn a lot of, I think, good communication skills if you're not a good mm-hmm. you know, communicator in the first place. Maybe I should go. Probably be good for you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the the one thing I am already know about that I'm kind of disappointed is, um, I guess the usually ALS party graduation parties are kind of notorious for being like a good time. I guess, and when I say notorious, I'd be <laughs> in a good time. Clink. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess here, and it's just kind of that's kind of like the theme of Yakota Air Base. Is it's not just different. They're very cautious about letting people have too much of a good time it's not even not having too much of a good time it's giving people too much of the leash because mm. you know you can give to people i guess in the past they've given them quite a length of leash and then you know the people hang themselves they with it essentially ruined it yeah forever so, yeah so it is what it is man like hey i'm not you know you gotta you gotta weigh the risks out for letting people do certain things so I guess, but the you know the way they mitigate it is people like in the ALS course they just dip out and they go have their own kind of class party somewhere like mm-hmm. off base, so. which is fine. Which leads me to the next thing, and the reason I'm saying all that about ALS graduation it was because I was in Guam recently, and my buddy who's there said their ALS graduations are 
awesome. They have them on the beach, mm-hmm. and they're out there in their blues, like on the beach, just you know, drinking nice cocktails and just having a party, like off base. Like it's sponsored by the by the uh, their base, by their FSS or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good old time. So, so I was in Guam. Guam. <laughs> boy, Guam. Guam was <laughs> nice. Uh, the first two weeks I was there, I was at this exercise. Uh, it's not really an exercise. It's really it's a it's a training course. Um, learn different things, aspects of my job that I'm just not really going to go into because there's no point. Boring and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really boring. I guess I don't know. It's like, to sum it up from what you told me, like, learning how to build airfields. Recover airfields. Recover airfields. There yeah. we go. Okay. Yeah, it's learning how to recover airfields. Damage, so, damaged airfields or recover or, you know, taking an airfield. So, right. things okay. like that. And how to make it a usable um, operating strip, you know, like a landing strip runway, mm-hmm. you know. So, in my job as an electrician... Um, the main thing that we do with that is the lighting mm. on the runway. So mm-hmm. when you fly into an uh, airport at night mm-hmm. and you see all the blue lights, you see the flashing lights that, you know, like leading you to the mm-hmm. airfield, you know, like the row of lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and then the center line lights, like everything just like line, help line the pilot up to land, right? Because mm-hmm. at night you can't really see the actual runway strip. We don't have lights out there shining on the runway strip. He's actually just going by the lights mm-hmm. you know so um that's our sorry about the loud pen noise that's our gig <laughs> and so you learn that i mean it's something that you've learned before we constantly learn but it's always good to have a refresher on it you know because definitely like going into it i kind of forgotten all about it but now I'm, i feel like i'm not an expert on it but i could do it if i had to you know yeah so so, but after that, for the first two weeks of that, we we slept in tents. We weren't allowed to leave the yeah. site. We call it the site. Not allowed to leave the site, and um, you know, you, you're, it's kind of like a mock. They want to try to make it kind of like you're in an austere environment, so like kind of a mock deployment. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have to constantly be in uniform. Once again, you sleep in tents on cots with you know ten other people in the tent with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, close quarters well we're only eating mres Mm -hmm. so meals ready to eat so never had like really a hot meal for two weeks Mm -hmm. sounds super bad but it's not like it's i don't know i wouldn't be able to do it (laughs) there was a shop at there and stuff that we could go get you know like a lukewarm egg and cheese gas station biscuit essentially so disgusting yeah and they had hot coffee, and you know we we were in we had a classroom most of the time that we were in. We had a coffee maker, things like that. But gross. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> gross. But anyways, after that you had a grand old time, I and I week. was so mad. I had a straight week of just vacation, kind of essentially. Yeah. Essentially, I had still Monday through Friday. I had to go to class, work essentially, and I worked from uh, nine to the latest. Usually was like. Two thirty-three. Ridiculous. Not even work. Yeah, it was just sitting in a class and just getting more into the technical things of our equipment. So I learned how to troubleshoot certain things. But um, my my friend there, uh, Travis, he lives off base. He's stationed there in Guam, and he lives off base. And he has a really nice condo that's across the street from. Um, one of the more popular beaches there. It's a beautiful beach. Even though it's a more popular beach, it's still really pretty. 
and never crowded. I mean, super nice. And he actually had to go to a training exercise while I was there that week for the first like three or four days I was there. So being the amazing human being he is, he (laughs) gave me the keys to his place in his car. I was just like, hey, man, you know. Enjoy yourself. Lucky duck. Yeah, so I got to go to class every day, drive to class, and then I go back to his house. I change into my my drawers, <laughs> and I grab a I grab a drink and a beach chair, and I, it was a ten minute walk across the street to the beach, and then I would just sit on the beach the rest of the day. And it's it was super warm outside. Oh yeah, it was in the eighties. It gets down to like seventies at night, and that's winter right so now. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So snorkeling looking i've never seen i've never been snorkeling before mm-hmm. so i got to see all the fish and the coral it was amazing and you know how, how much i love like species yeah yeah i love it the water yeah and basically ichthyology, ichthyology. the study of fish yeah yeah so that was awesome i got to i got to do that uh he took me some more secluded beaches too um like drive up to a beach but then you walk about 30 minutes down the beach and you go through some like woods mm-hmm. but it's totally worth it. The only people on the beach when you got there were hermit crabs. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was awesome. It was just, and you can't see any structures. You can't see any buildings or anything. Mm-hmm. And so it just feels very, what's the word? I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but secluded. So, kind of. Yeah. So I, like, I don't have a lot of experience with beaches. So like for me, I'll call it like backcountry wilderness, right? So that. No. When you go, no, okay. Yeah. But when you go like backpacking and stuff, you want to get as far away from like all yeah. the like touristy people mm-hmm. and stuff so you got to go to the back country like wilderness areas which usually involves like a decent hike mm-hmm. and rougher off of like the main trails and things like that you gotta go through mm-hmm. the less used trails mm-hmm. that's kind of how this was essentially so you yeah we had to walk half an hour yeah through but it was worth it and all that stuff and climb over some rock but <laughs> we got there and there's no one there and it was beautiful water and gorgeous and like i said you couldn't see anybody like you couldn't see any building, so it kind of felt it, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't feel like you were on like a real busy island. It felt like you were like on like a touristy secluded place. island. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. I'd love to be stationed there. So now Houston wants to be stationed in Guam. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been to Guam. We're going. We're going this summer, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I'm still not like completely sold on it. Yeah, and so. <laughs> It's not like the, it's not a sandals resort, man. It's not a, it's, it's, it's not some super bougie. <laughs> it's not at all. And, but I like that about it to me. And it's what I, for people that know us and know where we're from and are from the same place where we're from. To me, it reminds me of like, he's saying this because people are going to be like, ooh, gross. But like, <laughs> it's kind of like. Are you saying Western? This reminds me of Rome in general, honestly, yeah, yeah. because you have really pretty areas like that are like out mm-hmm. in the country, like mm-hmm. Armurchi, right? Where all the beautiful parts of Floyd County are, and then you got the more like downtown kind of. I mean, we don't really have touristy areas in Rome, but what would kind be the what like would be the touristy yeah. area, like downtown Broad Street area? And that's more where all the, that's area. where all the Japanese and Korean tourists hang out. Like, there's a freaking Gucci store in Lacoste, and um, that's <laughs> the one that starts with a. Uh, Pete Prada, Prada and stuff um, like that. There's some cheesy, stupid stores like that down there. That nobody can afford. 
But tourists like to go in there. Right. And places like that. And kind of like your typical strips of when you go to the beach. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, your surf shops and stuff, whatever. Um, which is also another thing, funny thing about it, comparing it to like maybe Panama City. There's no surfing in Guam because the reef, the waves break way out into the ocean. Yeah. The reef, so. There's no surfing in the ocean. You can't surf on those reefs because then you'll just you'll die die like, yeah <laughs> the, the waves break on the reef and there's it's mm-hmm. just really rough so um yeah i loved it i mean it was it's charming is the way i put it it's a charming little area the locals are pretty nice it's a it's an american-owned territory mm-hmm. so you drive on the right side of the road and all the People vehicles are left-hand drive everybody speaks english it's you it's u.s dollars mm-hmm. the currency um it's honestly, it just feels like you're in America, really, and but you're in this kind of like beautiful island setting. A lot of people, I can see why they didn't like it while we were there. They said it was kind of trashy and run down. I'm not gonna say it was trashy. I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't run down. There were areas that were run down, but I don't know. Like it didn't bother me really. Like it just it's nice. I, I don't know and. People are judgy. People are judgy, and they want to see things like be real bougie. But to me, honestly, I wouldn't want to live somewhere that's like a sandals resort every day. And plus, those places, that's funny. I keep saying sandals resorts and like beaches and all that. Where most of those places are outside of the resorts are extremely poor. Yeah. Like people live on the streets. Mm -hmm. Kids are out there trying to like make some money for their families. Like little kids, like. It's extremely, extremely poor. Yeah, you know? they tell you not to leave the resort. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, it's not like that. Well, not here, but in Guam, it's not like that. It's it's just regular people, really. But and when, there's not a bunch of resorts. I think there's only like maybe one or two places that call themselves resorts. The rest of it is just some hotels. And honestly, I can count – like in the, it's called Tumon Bay, and that is Ipau Beach. That's where I was hanging out. I mean, it's not a very big beach. I mean, it's a big beach – but it's not humongous. And all of the hotels, the main like high-rise hotels, are right there. There's no other hotels like that on the island. So you leave that area, and it just becomes local. And the further south you get, the more uh, – it's crazy how many mountains there are. That blew my mind. Like mm, You didn't tell me about that. Yes. Mm. It's insane. That's why the south side of the island kind of compared to like Floyd County reminds me of Armarchi because you go – it's like you go out on Armarchi – you get away from downtown Rome, mm-hmm. and it's just all like you start getting into the pocket area. And um, what's that called? Uh, Dave, or no, John's Mountain Wilderness mm. Area, all that stuff. Out there was Camp okay. all that stuff. And that's how the south side of the island was, mm. but just beautiful. Like they call it, they don't call it woods there, they call it jungle. And mm. it is, it's insane. And beautiful um, waterfalls and things. Uh, uh, Travis took me to a cave where we swam in a freshwater like pool in a cave. Mm. It's just amazing. Like, And then you walk another hundred yards past the cave and like you're just on this beautiful like exposed coastline that just waves crashing up and stuff. Like super nice. I liked it. I can, once again, I can see why some people will be put off by it. But mm. I think for me and just coming where we come from, mm-hmm. It's nice. I wouldn't want to live somewhere that is a bunch of beaches and sandals or Hilton resorts. Like, I just wouldn't want well, to Well, even places like this, like, Japan's super nice. Like, you don't ever see people struggling on the streets mm-hmm. or, like, anything like that. But it's cheesy to me. Like, everything looks the same. Yeah. It blends together. Yeah. 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 I, I, 
once again, it was charming. That's the way I described it to my dad. I was like, this place is, you got your just mom and pop places you can just walk into, get a really good burrito. Or Which really is good what burger. we miss here. They had here. the best burgers. Oh my gosh. I had the best burger I've had in <laughs> so long. Oh man. You know, what they, you know what they didn't do at this burger place? What? They didn't overwork the meat. Mm. Yes. The meat just like crumbled apart. It was so good. Anyway. Because here they overwork the burger meat. It drives me insane. You can tell. It just turns into mush. I don't know. I haven't had a burger here. But you have and you said that it's just like Ugh. mushy. Yeah. Gross. And other people say the same. I was telling people at work and they were like, oh yeah, that's a thing. I hate it. Like they're, and they're they also, soft. after they cook it, they slather it in like teriyaki sauce or something and then. You're not expecting it, and then you just get this like mushy teriyaki mm-hmm. thing. And it's like I don't want that. I want smoky <laughs> beef, like paprika, and like that's all. I'm salt and pepper. Like that's all I want. And then ketchup, and cheese, and greasy <sighs> buns. Greasy I'm mistaken, shape. Boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Anyways, I went to Guam. Let's see. Let's run down this list. We went to Disney. It was a blast. We got mm-hmm. cats. They're insane. You started as grad school. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I made staff. Yes. I'm going to ALS uh-huh. starting a couple weeks. You went to Guam. I went to Guam. Now. Fast forward What I'm to really now. excited about mm-hmm. is my cousin Cody. He's in Japan right now and he hasn't messaged me actually. Let's see. Before I put my foot in the mouth. See Are you a little salty? Well, I'm sure he's just trying to get adjusted. But, Cody, I see that you were online two hours ago. I saw that, yeah, active two hours ago. <laughs> I messaged you Calling him out. at 08 this morning. Your flight probably landed around 4 or 5 local time. So, Wondering what you're doing, Cody. <sighs> Hit me up, dude. <laughs> All right. Hope your uh, nonstop flight from Atlanta to Tokyo was great. He's, I was about to say, he's probably asleep. Dude, nonstop from Atlanta. <laughs> it's like 14 hours. Longer than that? No, 14. That's From that's, Atlanta yeah, to Tokyo? Yeah, that's how long it takes like on the website when I was looking at oh, flights. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But he flew into the next day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like his That flight. was rough when we yeah. flew here. We got off the plane and immediately they started like showing us things. Yeah, like, and it was they, hot as yeah. hell, dude. Ugh. Anyway. We left to Seattle where it was pretty decent besides the smoke in the Smoke. Air. That but was bad. The we weather was nice. It was snowing. Did it snow? No. Wait, it was summer. Yeah. What am I saying? It I was cold know. outside. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was cold. So Cody's here, and so Cody's my cousin, mm-hmm. and he's going to be here for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He works for Suzuki. He's going to be down in um, Hamamatsu, which is actually kind of a haul from here, and I didn't realize how far it was, but we're going to make it work. And so he got into Tokyo this weekend. He's going to have some jet lag, and I post him on call, so I, we can't really hang out. But next weekend, I have like a five-day weekend mm. lined up, and uh, I'm going down to see him, and I can't wait. Cody and I – Cody is my elder by four, by three or four years, I think, mm. um, maybe five or something. But growing up, he was like my big brother. I drove him insane. <laughs> like I got on his nerves so bad. And uh, on top of that, he actually had little other little brothers, but yeah. I think I got on his nerves worse, worse than, than exactly. they did. Yeah, but he was always there for me, man. And like we played video games together and rode our go kart around. This stupid, insanely dangerous go kart that, like, if I had a kid, I wouldn't even like <laughs> sit in it, turned off. Like it was insanely dangerous. <laughs> how dangerous this go kart was, and uh, yeah, so. 
we wrote it on that and just did stupid stuff and we fought and made up and ate a bunch of pizza and had a blast. It's <laughs> like swam, we would go swimming, hang, hang out with the grandparents. Like, but it's just crazy. Like, and that's one thing that we, I know him and I are going to talk more about. We've kind of talked about it already, but like, man, like now we're about to be in Tokyo together. It's so weird coming from like this little small town and then mm. bam, all of a sudden we're about to be in Tokyo, Japan together. Like, that's crazy. Super wild. Can't wait to hang out with them. But yeah. So um those were so we just spent an hour talking about all that stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> we covered a lot of stuff. Uh, but we got two main topics written down here that we really want to talk about. And it's funny because I don't think if we talk about these two topics that long then it's gonna be so you know, long. Very long podcast. But that's whatever. So <clears throat> we never did like a new year. Uh, podcast. Well, we made two podcasts between this one and then the last one we posted, but I, I never was happy with either one of them. I don't think you really were that happy. They were kind of depressing. Yeah. They were very depressing that podcasts. That was the thing. It was like, which they, were, said, they were just kind of sad. They were very sad. And it had to do with like some bad experiences in education we both had, like in, in middle and high school education that we both had growing up into the same school. So yeah, just has some um, mutual bad experiences with certain people. Educators. It was really us just kind of like getting stuff off of our chest. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. It's but like we're not going to therapy. Gonna, I don't think we'll ever post it. No. Maybe we'll talk about those topics down the road. Yeah, yeah. And especially a going forward with perspective. your perspective. Yeah. Especially going forward with your grad school stuff. It's mm-hmm. gonna be I can't wait to talk about some of some of that. Um so okay. Here's the question I wrote down. What was your New Year's resolution? So my New Year's resolution was to be present and like you're gonna wrap yourself up. No, no, and like whatever Put a bow on top. <laughs> whatever that we're doing to not how do I how do I even word this to not look forward to. I mean, it's okay to look forward to the future mm-hmm. and like what's gonna happen, but not to fixate on that. Because what have you been? What what have you been doing? How many hours have you spent? Sitting on a computer doing what? Well, it sounds ridiculous. And everyone listening to this is probably going to be like, what the heck, you're in Japan. Yeah. We haven't been having, I don't want to say we haven't been having a good time because we talked about this the other day. Like our life is really good and we have, we have a great time together. But Japan hasn't so far been like our cup of tea. Yeah, in a way. There's things here that are awesome. We here, enjoy, but yeah. there's so much we have not done, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the, we got here at a weird time of the year. Mm-hmm. We got here in August. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was... We had a hard time adjusting. Hard time adjusting, but going into this new year, going into spring, mm-hmm. about to have the cherry blossoms are about to start blooming everywhere. Can't wait to see all that. Well, again. I also think it was, like, the holidays. And we got thrown into the holidays, Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, it was our first holiday away from home. Yeah. So I think that, like, I, the bottom line is I spent a lot of time sitting around and looking up, like, other Air Force bases. Yeah, where we could go next. Where we could Even go next. Even though we have three years. Well, now we have about two and a half years here. Yeah. So, I mean. Instead it's, of enjoying, it's, like, and I've always been like this. Like, Houston and I both, and we joke and say it's because we're Geminis or whatever. But. Never been content. 
Yeah. Never. My parents will, my parents, yeah. My mom will say the same thing. Yeah, it's, they'll tell you, I'll never, never content. We've gotten so many arguments because she, even when I was little, it's like, why can't you just stay still and like not do anything? Because I was always like, I'm bored. Yeah. I need something to do. Like, let's go somewhere. Let's do something. Same. Like, yeah. I would be home for two seconds and remember, then just be bored. I remember a phrase growing up, my dad would always say to me, like, you know, one of these days you're going to, you're going to get older and. You're you're gonna um, appreciate being bored. You're gonna mm. really appreciate being bored. So far, that hasn't happened. That's happened to me sometimes. Sometimes, but a lot of times, Houston, you are worse about oh, this yeah. than I am. I get insane. You constantly like say you're like bored. C- uh, cook, uh, going out to eat. Mm-hmm. We're done eating. I'm, uh, you ready? Yeah. I'm ready to go. Like, I don't want to sit here. Houston anymore. doesn't want to sit and like just enjoy. Oh, sorry. Sit. I don't know if you heard my neck pop on there. Oh, that, that sounded pretty. gross. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Stop doing that. You constantly say you're bored. Yeah, and I've, and I know that probably makes you feel some type of way. It does, because I'm like, wait, am I not entertaining yeah. you? Do I need to dance? Like, but you kind of do the same thing with like wanting, you know, looking at different bases. So, okay, yeah, yeah. your New Year's resolution was to be more present and just focus on what we're doing now and enjoy, enjoy the time. Because I don't want to look back on our time in Japan negatively. Yeah. Right at all. Yeah. Yeah, because because we've met people here that are at the end of their uh, tours here and they're very negative. They're just miserable. Miserable. And, and I we do just don't want to be like, like yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I've actually been asked this past week, a couple of times about, Hey, have y'all gone to see this? Like the Tokyo sky tree or, mm-hmm. or uh, something else. Rogers was asking me something. And then I think he asked me about the sky tree. And then somebody else asked me about another place. And I was like, no, I haven't been. I was like, but you know, I'm here for two and a half more years. Like I don't want to do everything all at once. Yeah. And that's kind of my thing. Like, I, I want to wait until – not wait, but, I mean, it's, it's winter. has been kind of weird weather. You never know what's going to happen. It's and then cold. It's super cold. And I just can't wait for spring, honestly, because yeah. I, I want to go see Fuji. I want to go – I want to go explore further out west, like, the mountains and stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, and explore this kind of, like, center section we're in in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like to spend – Maybe the next year going up toward to the north. Mountains, yeah. So maybe next winter going mm-hmm. up to uh, was it Hokkaido and okay. all that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the next year spend maybe traveling around the south. Okinawa. South Japan, go down to Oki and things like that. Yeah. So your New Year's resolution was to be more present and enjoy what we're doing. How's that going? <laughs> uh, I feel like it's better. I don't think that I've been. I think it's better because of. Um, School I've had you. stuff to occupy me. School, yeah. That's, school and work. Like, yeah. I, I go to work and I come home and I have something to do. Like, when you were gone, it was a little worse. Worse? Yeah, worse. I'm, I'm really tired right now. But, um, yeah. I just took a two-hour nap and drank an espresso. I'm doing great. Because <laughs> I, I was just a little bored. Because even just, like, having you here to, even if we're not doing anything, it's still like, oh, I can just talk to you. Or, yeah. I don't know. It was weird being here by myself because I don't really have anyone else to go and talk to. Right. That's my fault. But anyway. It's a lot of people though. Me and uh, Rogers, actually speaking of, had a conversation yesterday about the Yakota bubble. Mm. And even like the bubbles inside of the bubbles, you know, like mm. it's it's hard to get out of it, man. Mm-hmm. Like meet new people and it's just weird. It's, it's, that's another topic yeah. another day. Kind of goes so, along with your grad school stuff, honestly. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, I haven't 
looked up bases in a long time. Yeah. And I haven't been like, I don't know, like uh, another bad thing or thing that I was bad about was like scrolling Instagram and like mm. comparing myself to other people and like what they're doing. Even the only people, even people in Japan. Yeah. And the only thing that I will say um, that I am jealous about, like when I see, is stuff about home. Yo, same. <laughs> so, like, the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, right. and I think you and I were both like, oh my God. Could care less about football. And no, Super yeah, Bowl, we don't care. But being home from family and football, I mean, yeah. like, man, like, there's nothing more Southern than, like, being around your family and playing and, like, watching football and eating yeah. cheese dip. <laughs> if we could, like, take a trip home sometime soon, that would be, like, enough to. Well, and I think it's going to be Christmas. Yeah. Because I think, I think we're really, I think I got a good feeling about spring and summer and then we'll roll through this year. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, like we're going to only have two years left and then we're going to go into the holidays. And I think we're, I, I, I'm pretty much, we're going to be home for the holidays next year or this year, excuse me, 2019. And so like, that'd be perfect. Like, and then then it's like, okay, we have one more year. Well, Mm -hmm. another year, whatever. I have a good feeling about this year. I think this year is going to be great. I think we're going to go see and do a whole bunch of great things. I want to go to Fuji. Um, I want to go, like I said, further out west. I'm going to go to the west coast of Japan. Let's mm-hmm. see what that's like. Mm-hmm. Those small villages out there. And apparently there's some beautiful photo spots. Um, we're going to go to Guam this summer. Yeah. We're, I'm still talking to mom and my sister and Doug about and dad about a um, – family vacay to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii. Uh, Doug's got family in Hawaii, my brother-in-law. And so it kind of worked out really well. No one's got to get passports or anything crazy. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. we got to get you a passport. Mm-hmm. You have to have a tourist passport, I think, to get a bomb, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know if you can travel. Well, I, I need to get one anyway, so we need to do okay, that. Okay, we got to look into that ASAP. Okay. Anyway, what was your resolution? <sighs> to Houston? be healthier. Overall, that? and uh, to be uh, nutritionally healthier, mm-hmm. to be physically mm-hmm. healthier, to be mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. and spiritually, mm-hmm. and socially mm-hmm. healthier. Mm-hmm. Socially, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Yep. So, how's that going? Uh, which one? Everything. You know, actually, it was going pretty well until I came home from Guam. <laughs> Because maybe it's me. Am I the common like well, negative denominator I'm here? Staring at a half a loaf of lemon bread, <laughs> smothered in I'm sorry powdered sugar <laughs> over here, liquid liquefied powdered sugar. Yeah, I come and then myself also, with and then food. also I'm looking at a, a bacon sheet full of break and bake cookies that are burnt. And over I was here so behind mad. me is a bowl full of candy. I got here. She had she had taken our fruit. Uh, our fruit bowl. Like, yeah, we, we don't need a, this. Fruit bowl and filled it up with candy. <laughs> and so, fortunately, I, the, I literally the first thing I did was put it all in a bag and took it and, Rude. Uh, and, and got rid of all of that candy. In fact, all of it was gone except a few pieces. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, honestly, I think I've already lost some some weight. I think I've lost a few inches around my waist. Mm-hmm. That's my big thing, man. And I'll say, I ain't, I ain't ashamed to say it. My I, my goal, health wise, really well physically. Like I want to lose these love handles, boy. I gotta lose these love handles, man. I, I've, been, I've had these love handles for like no, don't squeeze. Them. I've had these love handles for probably 
I don't know, maybe, like four or five years. I put them on like five, four or five years ago. And this is the part of getting older, I think. I got to get rid of them. I got to get rid of them. You're getting old, though. No, I'm getting rid of these love <laughs> handles, man. It's happening, dude. I got them. I got to get rid of them. Yeah, I anyways. don't know. I don't. I'm getting rid of them. Okay, so whatever. Whatever. Screw these freaking love handles. Bane <laughs> of my existence. No, you look good. Thanks, baby. But um, <laughs> nutritionally, I think. You know, uh, uh, as uh, what, man, is it hard to eat healthy in Japan? Really Can I just is. say I'm that? People say it's so skinny. You um, know what I think is they don't overeat. Like, yeah, the yeah, the that's world. the thing. So we we go. And but we their eat, food right? is not healthy. Like I know that they have um, like a diet that's rich in like fermented foods, which seems yeah. healthy, and like a lot of cabbage, a lot of greens and vegetables and rice and yeah. but. But it's their portions, though, because at work, when um, the Japanese guys I work with at work, their lunches aren't, like, while the all of the GIs are going out and getting cocos and Speaking Popeyes of. and Domino's, or that not Domino's, good. but Pizza Hut, all that, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. the Japanese guys are eating, like, a single serving of, like, noodles. Yeah. And then some cabbage on the I side. I am so tired of noodles. Yeah. Um, we we had this uh, ramen place for lunch because our usual ramen spot was closed. Everybody talks about how good it is all yeah. the time. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I've never it was felt so worse. greasy. I've eaten the hottest and greasiest curry from Coco's <laughs> and have left and not felt that disgusting. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and it put us out. Like we were both just like dead. After we had that. plans. We had big plans to yeah. go. Goodwilling, essentially, and we yeah, there, there's a place here that's kind of all we did was go to the commissary and buy crescent rolls, bacon <laughs> bakes, milk. That was literally it. Yeah, that was it. Well, we had to buy some supplies because you know it's snowing. You know. <laughs> yeah. What kind of Rome Georgians would we be if yeah. we didn't rush to the store and it still snow? maybe? I think it might be done snowing, but it's, it's well, it's snowing. supposed to snow again. Oh yeah, that's not a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. I have to go for a ride and check it out. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry now. Speaking of, yeah. are you? Mm. So that's not like physical health, and then nutritional. So uh, tomorrow, though, Taylor started like a cool little exercise routine. We both hate the gym mm-hmm. because we both are just like we don't like being around all that noise. We're both kind of like very like. <laughs> I don't know. We just we hate being around. Honestly, I hate being around meatheads. I hate. I don't hate these people. Like, I mean, if that's your thing, that's how you. I know what it's like to have. No, to have people some, are obnoxious. They are. Yo, it happened to you. Know, so that I was guy. In, no, I was in the gym uh, Wednesday morning, and there's two or three big signs in this gym area that say no oh, speakers, yeah. headphones mm-hmm. only. Use headphones. Mm-hmm. She's over there doing deadlifts, and she yeah. just starts blaring music. Mm-hmm. I have my headphones in. And you can still hear And it. I hear her crap. Yeah. Man, I was so irritated. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are just you Just stuff like that. It just and, – and it gets so crowded at Yokota's gym yeah. that you just can't do anything. And mm-hmm. people are waiting to use equipment, and it just makes you uncomfortable. Like, you're standing there staring at me. How am I supposed to work out? And, and like then, you're gonna do, you're gonna wait. You know, you're wet. You rest between yeah. sets. Yeah, and, and then people just, ask you if they can get on your equipment while like, you're resting. Like, like no, dude. Like, can you that. wait like ten minutes? I hate that. Go do something else. So frustrating. So that's why Taylor. I bought a twenty pound kettlebell, mm-hmm. and then we have that 
foam block that I, it's good for me. You used to stand on to put your makeup on, but I actually, use it. <laughs> I actually believe it or not, use it to stretch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's for that stretching. Yeah, and and then also you got us a couple of yoga mats. So the plan is honestly, I think starting tomorrow is we're gonna uh, do some. You know, it's it's exercise routines that just take. 15, 20 minutes at tops and then do Which some, I like. Yeah. that's I, I like that too because I understand that there's people that's their thing is they can go spend hours. I mean, and they spend, they'll spend, these people are spending like 15, 20 hours a week in yeah. the gym. No. But that's just not me, man. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what makes me, what makes those people different from me or me different from them where I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like it. I just hate that whole gym. And in order, like thing. for me, in order to keep a good relationship with exercise, I don't want to like push myself to do something that I don't want to no. do. Yeah. So I'm not going to go That's to the so gym nice. because then I just get mad and yeah. then I don't exercise for a week as yeah. opposed to like doing like a 20 minute workout at home where I can just, and honestly, like I'm not ripped, so I can get a great workout in in the room doing crunches right. and that is push-ups. the big thing joe rogan talks about that all the time i know you don't like joe rogan much, oh. but he talks about it all the time like hey your average person can get way more out of a 10 minute workout with a 20 pound kettlebell mm-hmm. than you know go into the gym mm-hmm. that same average person go into the gym yeah i mean i can do everything that i would do at a gym in the room with yeah. that kettlebell yeah i can I mean, do squats i can do i like, feel like if we got a few workouts. more things like got you yeah. a lighter kettlebell Got two more kettlebells, a lighter one and then a heavier one. Mm-hmm. And because then we have, you know, kind of have three good kettlebells and we got yoga mats and yeah. then maybe some other things like some bands and stuff like that. We have a decent little home gym, you know, it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. And, and then also for me too, I have to be at the gym three times a week anyways for work. So yeah. I'm not going to go spend more time at that gym. Like it's yeah. just, to me, it just feels like work. It yeah. feels like I'm at work when I go to the gym on my off time, you know, because yeah. I had to be there anyway, but in mm-hmm. the beginning, so it's like, I'm not going to go back to this place because this is where you make me, Yeah, this is part of my duty day. It's coming here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come back here. You know, I don't like going to the shop after duty hours. Like I don't, I'm not going to go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, but emotionally, socially and spiritually, I just kind of feel like I am doing better all three of those fronts. Honestly, I, I feel like I'm just kind of better mindset. I'm mm-hmm. in a better mood. Uh, you are, for sure. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I had a good conversation about that yesterday, too. And just in general, disconnecting yourself, different parts of your life, like, from other parts. Like, it's hard, military in general, but especially being overseas, to disconnect your job from your personal life. Mm-hmm. And I, went, I sat through a, a leadership summit yesterday with uh, this retired chief, Brinkley, and he talked about wearing a mask and... He said, he told this story about this dad um, and this kid, right? And he, it was a bring your kid to work day. And it was the military. I think it was Air Force. And so he brought his kid to work. And um, this was a senior NCO. So he has a lot of people that rely on him. And he was super nice and very, um, you know, people coming to him about problems. He talked to them about their problems, like whether it's work, personal, interpersonal, whatever it may be. And I, the story, the basically the whole point of the story was like the kid was like, um, was like, man, you're so nice to these people. Like, why can't you be that nice to us at home? You know, and it's because like you do that throughout the day and you get so exhausted from it that like 
mm-hmm. when you get home, you can't give that same attention to your family. Mm-hmm. So that's a very, that's a, that's a very real thing. It's hard to do, man. I know I've done it before. I've come home and been like, before I've been, mm-hmm. I've been given so much of myself at work and, and being like, so what's the word I'm looking for? Like not nice, but like, um, like patient, patient and for positive sure. and like, Forced positivity? Forced positivity. I think patience is the, is the big one. Because I come home and I'm really impatient sometimes <laughs> with you. And, I mean, there's no one else to be impatient with. So I'm impatient with you. And, yeah, and, I, and I, I'm aware of that. But I feel like I've, I'm trying to be better. I think you've been better Thank since you. you've been back. For sure. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> and then spiritually, you know, spiritually just means something different for me than, you know, I guess kind of what the norm would be. But... It's just more like kind of like focusing on myself, focusing, getting my chakras aligned. Chakra. I sense that your fifth chakra is out of alignment. I think you need to go charge your crystals tonight. What's, what phase is the moon in? Rising, uh, what is it? Rising, uh, Gemini, Scorpio. <laughs> That's the grossest thing you ever said to me. All right, we got another topic here um, I want to talk about real fast. So something we've been talking about for a long time. I love this topic. I know you do. Where do you feel like your lineage is from? Like, where do you feel like your roots as a, I as a person no on the earth? I have no idea. I don't feel a strong connection to any particular culture. Mm. And honestly, I didn't really feel a connection to even like Southern culture before I came here. So, like, I never felt like when people are like, oh, you're Southern or like, Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like that. Like, I lived in Rome, and yeah. I grew up there. Well, being Southern is taking on a whole new meaning. I know, that. but you know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like... Being Southern 10 years ago meant you were mouth-breathing redneck. Mm-hmm. Now, it mm-hmm. kind of means, like... You're soulful. You got some or like, soul to yeah. you, man. You, you understand good food. Yeah. <laughs> and now, I feel like I do identify more. Like, when I meet people at work, and it's like... Yeah. You connect with people that are from similar areas. Being away from it's probably helped you out a lot. Yeah. So I feel like I have a greater appreciation now. uh, Yeah, for where I'm from being away from it, which is like, I don't know, a big deal for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as far as like where where my family is from, because. I mean, we all know that everyone in America is an immigrant, right? We can just say. Yeah. So, like, I, I really, I genuinely have no idea because, like, I, I really don't even think our grandparents know. Mm-mm. Like, they'll tell us, like, my Mimi has told me, like, oh, I think our family is from Wales or something like that. And it's just like, oh, okay. But then, like, where's my papa's family from? Like, he's right. never talked about that. I don't think that he knows. Yeah. Um, my mom's mom, I've never even, like, talked to her. Like, sat down and had a, like, yeah, conversation yeah. about, like, her day, let alone, like, where her family's from. So, that's yeah. that. And then um, my mom's dad is just a whole nother story because he's, like, adopted. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I have no idea. No. I don't even have, like, a good guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm white obviously so there's like you white as hell i'm super white so like i would assume i'm not anything like what we would consider like super interesting i'm probably just like european or 
Um, I don't know. British. I or? think there's going to be so. So the whole reason that we we uh, I ordered the DNA test last night, mm-hmm. and I think you especially are going to get some interesting results. Everywhere we go in Japan, uh, Taylor very often gets mistaken as like a, a Japanese speaker just by people looking at her. They um, point the, and and people either get like mad at me for not knowing for not knowing Japanese, or they get like embarrassed because they like assume that. Yeah. So and and then people will like speak to me and then be like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and then like point at my face and be like, "Oh, I thought you spoke Japanese." So it's like I they're they're you, saying that I look like you that. You have some you have some features. You get it's the the high cheekbones and your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, Grayson also, he looks like me, but he's blonde, so it's, mm-hmm. it's different because he doesn't have, like, dark features. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's going to be interesting. I'm very interested to see your results. I yeah. more so than mine, because I know where I'm from. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, another, so, <laughs> we're kind of, like, trying to do our predictions, because we're going to, we're planning on, um... I predict, our, so real quick, I predict. Hold on. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. No, no, okay. No, no, so no, I was just no, telling them no, that, like, we're planning on doing an episode where we, like, open it yeah. and tell everybody, like, what we are and all yeah. that stuff. So because we um, were talking about it and Houston just ordered this test. So what do you predict about me? Uh, I think you are going to come from, uh, like, Central Asia somewhere, like Mongolia that area. I've compared your features to some pictures of <laughs> This makes us sound so weird, like just looking up what <laughs> what our face structures look like. But really like anthropology is very interesting and like so I'm serious, what what humans look like and um how think, how variations I think you're of, a direct descendant of Genghis Khan himself. <laughs> one of his many, many love affairs. Yeah. Um no, I'm. I, I don't know what I am, so I'm not going to say no. But I I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But Houston thinks that he's Scottish. Oh yeah, the Pictish people of uh, Pictish people of Northern Scotland. So he got, he got really mad at me right uh, last night because I was like, I hope it comes back and you're not. And he was like, Well, why would you say that? I kind of like hurt his feelings because he like is super into it and he's into like. Scotch. I just, want wear, I just want a good reason to wear a kilt. Oh my goodness! Can somebody like tell him that even if he does get these results back, Listen, and he been, indeed is before, Scottish, it, it, any percentage, even one percent, this man is going to go immediately on Amazon and buy a kilt. I got one in my cart. <laughs> he has one locked and loaded. Boy, He's I'm just ready. ready to hit that button as soon as he gets these results ready, back. Ready He's even kilt. like point five percent. You better believe this man's going to be wearing a kilt. Yes. Playing a bagpipe. He's he's signing up for bagpipe lessons <laughs> as we speak. Get some lace up Doc Martens. Oh my gosh. Some thick wool socks. Croc Martens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a kilt. And, uh, <sighs> get one of but those what chinks. else? Like you know, your um, ethnicity is gonna be broken down, and yeah. you, you can't be 100% Scottish, obviously. Who so what what else do you think you that you know. are? I honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, like most Southerners. Um, I grew up with my grandparents, my grandmother telling me that I had uh, Cherokee in mm-hmm. me. Same. Um, yeah. People told I me. I mean, and it's kind of funny because it was something that, but you look at my family and you look at, you know, my cousin, speaking of my cousin Cody, him, and then his, uh, 
especially one of his little brothers. Um, and some other people, they have that very, they can get very dark uh, skin, uh, but that like kind of Native American colored skin. And then also very jet black hair. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Cody can grow a really nice beard. And the majority of Native Americans that I've known, I've known a few Native Americans, I guess, majority, but <laughs> the few Native Americans I've known that were like very heavily like Native American uh, cannot really grow any facial hair. No. And then, um, so I think a lot of that, kind of, I, I've never seen any proof. I I did I did a free trial on Ancestry, and the, I found a lady, and her name was Margaret Kaziah. And she was married into our family um, on my, I don't know what was that? I can't remember if that was my granddad's side or my grandmother's side. And that's who it said. My grandmother, it's my grand, my mom's mom said it comes from her side of the family. And um, I mean, now Nanny, she was very dark complected. So I think, I think though, we are one of two things. I think that comes from one of two places. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll say one of three. I'll give her the native American, but I think it's probably going to be either Greek or Italian. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's what I think. And that's why I think like those that olive skin and dark hair comes from Mm -hmm. and um, either that or Greek. But I, I, I think, think your grandfather looked more like that to me. He he looks more Italian. Paul Paul? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, you're right so about that. I didn't really think about that. Your yeah. family is interesting because... But then my dad's side... Um, they're super white. I think that's the, that's the Scottish. Yeah. That's the, I mean, and I traced that back. I traced Pope's back to England. And then yeah. I had to pay more money to go back there. And I just didn't. It's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so your family's interesting because your mom has dark features, mm-hmm. and it's like your sister has dark features. Mm-hmm. But you got an interesting mix because your dad is fair complected and blue eyes. It's got that more like a what's that area of the world referred to as? The Caucasus Mountains, <laughs> just white, like. Well, they're, they're the same mountains that the Appalachian. Oh, mountains. that's something. So else. that the mountain, they're the mountains in Scotland, mm. and the mountains in the Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. are mm. the same mountain range. Mm-hmm. Is that not insane? That blows my freaking mind, dude. Yeah. It Before they broke up, they were the same. Yeah. They're the they're the same. That's and that's what's crazy is like you find the same type of soil. Mm-hmm. In Scotland, same types of animals and stuff that animals, lived in the area, geography, things like that. Such, yeah, and so you get out to like um, the coasts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, it's literally what it's like. It's like you took a, it's like you took freaking West Virginia mm-hmm. and popped it into the Northern Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's crazy. But yeah, I yours just yours is gonna be interesting too. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I know that you really hope that you're Scottish. I do you hope that you're at least some percentage of Scottish? Yeah, I think there's. I got a feeling too of uh, Northern African, which could be where that where the complexity, uh, com, complex, yeah. complexion, complexion, dark complexion comes from. I think there's like some Moroccan going on. My mom's got such an attitude. So did my grandma. An attitude. Yeah, which I mean, could be Greek or Italian. But I think my mom's got like a very Greek 
woman attitude. She's got that. <laughs> I don't know something about her. I've only known one other. I've only known one Greek uh, person in my life, and she's all in my mom. Sassy. She's very sassy. She, yeah, she was a server at Red Lobster in Rome. My dad is <laughs> interesting. Best bar That's Olive Garden. Hands down, best bar So, like, talking about your family's complexions and stuff, and what they look like. My dad is was redheaded before he went mm. bald. Yeah. Um, now he's gray, little sprouts of gray. But he was just like, like a ginger. Yeah, he was just completely. <laughs> we're, like, we're like onions. Yeah, he, he, he the sun too long. The funniest thing is, like, Dad, if you're listening to this, no offense, but like, he knows it. He looks like yeah. Shrek. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does, and it, it doesn't. It's not a. Though. It's not a bad thing. I like he, what you did he just looks like Shrek. Like he does. He he could play him for Halloween, Steven and it would be like handsome handsome man anyway so my dad he was redheaded and very fair complected and has freckles so it's like okay well we know welsh yeah we know where that's from you know where wales is close to scotland anyway we're probably he he and i were talking i think we're probably from the same family i think you'd be more irish maybe i'm scottish because irish are you get more of the the red hair and the fair complexity complexion why do you keep saying complexity? Complexion. Scotland is more dark hair. Dark, yeah. I mean, same complexion, like yeah. white, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Ireland is where you get the, a lot of the red hair. Mm-hmm. Scotland is more darker, auburn hairs yeah. and just brunettes and things like that. Yeah. It's so interesting to like look at pictures of like your great grandparents. I don't know if that's just me being like stereotypical and probably. probably. But that's why we're doing this. We just want to learn more yeah, about it. I'm very interested. I can't wait. It's it's weird to me seeing pictures of your ancestors mm-hmm. and like like war or like army photos. Like I have that mm-hmm. photo of my great grandpa. We don't look alike. Yeah. But it, it, sometimes you do find pictures and you're just, you can see similarities. Like with some yeah. of your ancestors, some photos. you look like some of them. There, there, well, there was one. Uh, I keep talking about it. Yeah. Your your genes are like it's so interesting because sometimes I feel like your genes thick. can just be stronger. Like yeah. Um, you can, I don't know if there's more variations in like different kinds. Right. I don't, we're talking out of our butts here because mm-hmm. we really don't know much about genetics. This, photo, or, this is from my dad's side of the family. And that, look at those facial features and then my dad. Yeah. It, the eyes and the nose and the lips. Mm-hmm. It's insane how much this, whoever this is. I want to say this was, so this guy, it's, it's a guy, it's an older man holding a baby. And this person, this baby was one of three people. It was either um, uh, uh, I think this. I think this old man is my. Let's see, Paul, Luke, Luke. So, fourth great granddad, mm-hmm. fifth great granddad. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So, if Paul's my granddad, and then great granddad, great great granddad. Great, great, great granddad. I don't know. Fourth anyway. or fifth great granddad. Mm-hmm. But this guy. He looks just like Jeff. It looks just like my dad. Yeah, but it's with dark hair. Scary. Yeah. Is this, and this is a, yeah, this is a photograph. This yeah. Is a, this is, a, it almost looks like a sketch, but this is a photograph. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I th- think that might be him. James. James. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. 
This was one of my aunts, Mary Washington. Not Mary Washington, Mary something Pope. She was Mary she was named after Mary Washington. This is Margaret Keziah. Mm. Mom's side. She looks nanny, mean. Nanny side. You never met my grandmother. No. But That doesn't look like her, though, to me. Mm, the features are there, the nose especially. Look at the nose compared to my mom's nose. Yeah, you're right. It's so interesting to me. Yeah. Very interesting. You're, the point is, I feel like your genes and your family are much stronger than mine Very are. Very strong. Because you look like a perfect combination, like 50-50 of your parents. Mm-hmm. But I would... Then like me and my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah, there's this picture of Houston and his grandpa side by side, and they're like... My, it's my granddad in Korea, and he's wearing uh, his like utility like over jacket. He's got his helmet on his head, and he's wearing a scarf. That's wrapped up and tucked very neatly into his jacket. And I was in Afghanistan. I had a I had a helmet and I had a scarf and I had my jacket. And I kind of recreated the photo. And we look, even our noses, yeah, going off to the right, mm-hmm. look the same. <laughs> but it's interesting because you could do the same thing and you've done the same thing with a picture of your dad, and it's it's like the same. You, you blend in with both of yeah. them. It's very weird. But like with me, I feel like if I did that with my parents, I don't. No, you do. You don't. You think that I look like both of them? Yes. You think that I look like my mom? Yes. Very much. So. I have a. I I've I, always I have heard. I've always heard from people that I look like my dad, but mm-hmm. I. I don't I, think it's, it, that's more. Ob- people, it's more obvious for sure. You think but, it's because his features are more, like pronounced yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, we have the more, same nose. Yeah. Like but stuff I that a, you. I have a photo on here of of you three together, and y'all, you definitely look like that's your mom and dad. <laughs> For sure. I just don't think it's quite as obvious as yeah, you and your parents. And yeah, y'all I mean, look the same. Insane yeah, how much we look alike. <laughs> anyway, this has been a long podcast. It's not been our longest. However, we're gonna end it. Yeah. So so stay tuned for um, the ancestors. It's gonna take a while because we gotta get yeah. here. We gotta spit into a tube or something. We yeah. gotta mail it back, uh-huh. and they gotta mail us the results. So it's gonna take a while. Hopefully, it would be a disaster if that stuff got lost. In- Email. It would, but you know what I was just thinking? You should tell Kirsten to order it and yeah. compare. That would be interesting. You guys' results, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, because we have uh, different daddies. Mm-hmm. All righty, y'all. I'm Houston. I'm Taylor. Do we have to introduce ourselves at the end, too? Huh? Why do you do that? All right, thanks for listening, y'all. Midnight Quesadillas. Out. <laughs>